0: Welcome everyone to Wisdom and Wonder, uh, where we explore ideas and stories with curiosity and an open mind. My name is Anjan and today on the podcast, we have a student who has started uh, the Black Student Union here on Redeemer Campus. So welcome, Ruth. Thank Thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I so appreciate you being here. Um, Can you just give us a little introduction of like who you are? Yeah, um, so I'm Ruth
1: Adoverlande. I'm a second year double majoring in media and English writing. Um, I'm also an international student. So I was born in the Republic of Benin, and then I moved to China, which is where I came from. So yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. That is a very unique story. I feel like I actually I don't know very many people that have like lived in China. So yeah. that's really cool that mm-hmm. you have like a lot of international background. Thank you. Um, so I guess to sort of get into it, you in your email, um, when you reached out, you said that, um, yeah, like maybe just let's start at the beginning mm-hmm. and sort of let's just go through the story of like how this idea came to be yeah. and like why you felt the need for it here yeah. at Redeemers. So, yeah, kind of just give us the this The why. Yeah. Um, So the Black Student Union wasn't my idea,
1: actually. Okay. Um, It was a new transfer student called Deborah. She came to me and she was like, do you guys have a Black Student Union on campus? I was like, no, we don't. But like when she said it, I realized how much there were so many new Black students on campus. And I thought if in my first year I had a space where I could connect with other people who like understand where I come from and who look just like me why Why not start this for people who are coming later on? And I thought this would actually be a good idea. So she and I sat down and thought, okay, what was her vision when she mentioned what if we have a Black Student Union on campus? And I was willing to help her start it. So this is how we got like the whole Black Student Union and starting a club on campus for Black students, yeah.
0: And so like part of what you just said, I'm just curious like if we were like to drill down what like what is it about this that you felt was like the need? Like what, what do you hope that this like yeah, like you're you're a new student and so like yeah, kinda get into that maybe yeah. a bit more for me. Um
1: I guess like growing up, especially after moving out of Benin, a lot of times it's like you find yourself being the only person in the room who looks like you. You find yourself in like predominantly white places or predominantly Asian places and you feel very alienated and it kind of felt the same thing coming to redeemer it didn't bother me as much but then over time i realized okay i don't really i don't really have a connection with other people who are just like me and sometimes it even feels like because we're such a, f- a small group we're forced to get together in a way but at the same time it's like if we're a bigger group and we come together and we feel more at home and we feel more connected to each other then it feels easier to live in a community like redeemer where everybody is predominantly dutch so it's okay (laughs) so having like a black student union actually i feel brought a lot of us closer together and redeemer feels like a better place to be in a way it feels like a nicer and more enjoyable place to be so i that's why i really ran with the idea i thought it was a great way to just come together and just feel more at home but it was also in the sense of Um, giving the rest of campus an opportunity to know about a different culture. Because apart from, like we, when we come to school and including international students as well, we're forced to know about Western culture, to know about your perspective of things. And nobody actually does get to hear our voices and what we know and like our perspective of things. So one, one goal of the Black Student Union was also open our events to the rest of campus so that people get to have an opportunity to know a bit more about okay what is it to be black what is part of black culture beyond what we just see on our screens or Mm. that we hear around in the news like what does it actually mean to be a black person or someone from a different culture altogether so that was mainly the direction that we were going yeah
0: and like when you say black culture do you kind of mean like uh because i feel like sometimes, like, I, as a person who's, who, like, obviously, I grew up um, in a really, like, rural area, there was, like, not a lot of diversity mm-hmm. where I'm from. And so, when people say, like, black culture, is that, like, I feel like, I'm curious what you mean by that. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, if you could, like, elaborate, like, is it? Yeah. So,
1: I can say black culture has evolved a lot from Caribbean and African, like, roots, and now it has become, like, a culture of its own, but it still has a lot of African and Caribbean into it. So it has to do with um, food, uh, clothing, music, but also the way we view the world is very different a lot of times. Um, The way we talk to our parents, the way we uh, view like destinies and even sometimes the way we even approach God is different. So I feel like just the diversity in perspectives is what mainly like builds up black culture in a way yeah
0: totally yeah that makes sense um okay and i guess i love my my phone just decided to install updates (laughs) i was like i won't pull out my laptop (laughs) (laughs) um i guess like my my next question is kind of along the lines like um when you came to redeemer you're talking about your first year so like students administration like did you did you feel a sense of like um maybe like aloneness alienation or did was it more like avert than that did you feel like people um didn't give you as much respect because you were black Mm -hmm. like was there like what was there racism Um, like i
1: personally didn't experience much racism here i think i'm grateful for that i didn't really experience that people were hostile towards me in any way and even from faculty and staff like you can tell that they try their best to make this place as welcoming as possible but the thing is um sometimes I feel like people love the idea of diversity in like what you can see but then when it comes to hearing your perspective of things and hearing like how you view the world or your worldview they start shutting you out because you don't necessarily think the way they do or you don't see the world the way they do and which I understand like we're all not we all don't come from the same place we all have different views of the world but I feel like a lot of people are just not open-minded to other cultures which just like the idea like oh yeah I'm friends with a black person but then you don't actually know who this black person is fully is mm-hmm. because you haven't really taken your time to understand who they are but you just like you just take the surface level of things. So a lot of times it feels like you're not fully seen. It just feels like okay, she's just another person. But then me being from a specific race is just is much more than just my looks. It has a lot to do also with how we view the world in so many different ways. And people don't have that open mind about things. Yeah.
0: And so in terms of like viewing the world, like Mm -hmm. what would be maybe a couple of examples Mm -hmm. of like you know, common things that, like, maybe we take for granted, but mm. that you're, in your culture are very different. Mm.
1: This
0: is like a... Yeah. <laughs> mm. um,
1: I think some of the main things I noticed were mainly with how we all approached Christianity, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to denominations. Before Redeemer, I had no idea that was a thing. So, hearing that um, <laughs> this sort of thing like reformed and non-denominated, I was like, oh, I thought we were all Christians. Like, it was like a math thing where, like, you all come to the same answer somehow. But sometimes when you talk to people and you say, for example, like, I don't know, um, hmm, uh, just some of the ways, like, for example, how I would speak to God or how, Language plays a role in how I view things, or just the practices that make some of the cultural practices that I have that are so different from other people, and they just feel like, okay, it's so different from mine, I don't want to hear it, I just don't want to pay attention to it, it doesn't matter to me. But then I have to sit in a classroom where I have to know about sphere sovereignty, for example, and It's so foreign to me, but then I'm forced to learn about it because this is where I am. But then if there is, like, I'm having a conversation with someone and I say, okay, I don't think sphere sovereignty is is right because of this, this, and that. And because you think that that is wrong, you completely shut me out. It -hmm. makes me feel like I'm not welcome here and I should completely alienate myself because what I think is not going to at least be heard in any way. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So in your mind, there's like in Redeemer, at Redeemer, there's like the accepted narrative Mm -hmm. of like, this is what it means to be a Christian. And this is what church should look like. And if you deviate um, from that sort of like norm, then people aren't really willing to like hear your perspective. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. I, I've had, it's it's interesting because I feel like it depends on your prof mm-hmm. and like maybe the students that are in your class um, in terms of like the differences. Mm-hmm. I had, um, I took, I had Dr. Joustra for, um, for my core, for one of my core classes, mm-hmm. um, but I found her to be pretty, pretty open-minded. Like I didn't find that she was like, she was like, I'm teaching this from a reform perspective, but she wasn't like. Yeah, like, I didn't find the, cl- the class, like, specifically. Actually, I felt like the class, like, didn't really want to talk, mm. mostly. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. It was, like, a court class. People were, like, we're forced to be here. Mm. Let's get out of here as fast as possible. Yeah. Um, so I didn't find, like, the, the groups, like, really wanted to, like, mm-hmm. get into stuff. People yeah. were just kind of, like, here to get the grade and leave, yeah. if that makes sense. That's <laughs>
1: another thing, too. The whole idea of silence, like, when something happened, like, not necessarily when something happens, but the whole idea of not really willing to speak up about things. For example, um, Mm. if there's an issue about race or sexuality, because people are so scared of what other people would think about them, they're not willing to have those conversations. And it was the same thing even when we started. Apparently, there were a lot of people who didn't uh, like like the idea that there was a Black Student Union starting on campus, and nobody actually came to one of us to tell us about it. It was many conversations that were happening in the dark, like, why are they having a Black Student Union? Why, why this? Why that? And it's just, why stay in the silence? Why not just come up and have those conversations mm-hmm. that you have? Because this is an opportunity that you have to ask questions and to get to understand things from a broader perspective. But people just choose to stay in the silence, to stay in the dark, and just stay in the little bubble that they're in, basically.
0: I I think that like I could shed some light Mm -hmm. on why people, at least in our culture, aren't willing to Mm -hmm. talk about uh, race specifically. And I think partially it's because like, obviously, as a white person, I don't have that experience. So it's like, what can I really add? Like, I might have a question about it, but I don't feel like I think there's such a it's so political. There's such a political Mm -hmm. element to it. And in our culture, it's like if you say something wrong and you're labeled a racist, you're Mm -hmm. canceled forever Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. no one will read your work and even if you asked a question and it just came across wrong like what if you said something and it just came across wrong it's like you're done and so people Mm -hmm. are so scared that they'll like make a mistake yeah Yeah. that they can't talk about it which is like part of the reason why i started this podcast Mm -hmm. i was like i might make a mistake Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm not perfect i'm not jesus like (laughs) you know but i'm like i feel like these are the kind of conversations that people need to be Mm -hmm. having right they need to like have a place to talk about the things that are important and that matter and not be like I'm like sure maybe people will listen to our talk and I'll get canceled Mm because I said something wrong or I don't know but a part of me is just like well I think it's still worth to have it because I'm like it like allows other people to have the freedom it's like Mm -hmm. if you see it happening I don't think it's being modeled to people either Mm -hmm. right like people are like You know, if they're not seeing it at church and not seeing it in their families, where are they going to learn to do that? And then, like, in the broader culture, you already feel kind of weird. You're like, I'm a Christian. I might believe in traditional marriage. I might Mm -hmm. believe in—or maybe I don't. Or maybe uh, even that. Then in that case, then you're going to be alienated in your Mm own—like, you know, like, there's so many differences. So you kind of feel nervous to, like— talk about differences because mm-hmm. it feels like scary
1: yeah i, I feel that sometimes I, too i understand i totally understand that and i think that's also a difference in cultures yeah like, for example after living with chinese people they they're not afraid of asking questions okay they are not af- afraid of like understanding where you come from what why do you do this a certain way why do you speak this way? like they don't they're not scared of asking you why do you do the things you do? Why do you think this way? Oh, wow. And they're not afraid of showing you why they act the way they do. And I think coming from that perspective, I'm not afraid of asking questions. Like, And I have international friends and every single day I'm learning something new through them because it's like, oh, I didn't know you saw things like this. I didn't know you do this like this. And it just sometimes it surprises me. It takes me aback that people don't also do that. But then I also remember that we're, we're, we're all not the same. We all don't do things the same way. But that is also one of the reasons why we started the Black Student Union, too. Because we're not here to attack anyone. Yeah. And we're here to really hear, to, like, we're open to ha- have your questions, to answer whatever concerns you have. And I understand that there are always, like, negative connotations around race. And it's so hard for people to sometimes have those, com- like, open dialogues about so many things. But one thing we really want to push is that we're really open to having dialogue with people and make them have discomfort comfortable spaces where we can talk about anything, really. Because it was never to be political or to segregate ourselves from everyone. It was just to make a space for us to be free, but also let other people know who we are, basically.
0: Okay, so... So for you it mm-hmm. this wasn't didn't this idea doesn't come from like I feel that redeemer needs to like there's like overt racism and like we need to kind of have a space that's safe that's not wasn't no. sort of, okay no. okay that's good cuz I do feel like some people some universities have kind of like I think maybe that's part of the reason why people kind of maybe had mm-hmm. pushed but I don't know it's hard to speculate yeah. what people like had issue with I guess if I'm just like trying to think of through things mm-hmm. I think I think like because of like even um you know the controversy over like uh, black lives matter mm. there's like a lot of stuff about that that people feel like a lot of feelings on both sides about like whether it was good whether it went too far what it should look like mm. violence and, and like whether or not police violence like there's just so many la- layers and it's also like we're watching something that's happening in another country like we're watching the states not th- there's obviously violence that happens against black people here too. Mm. It's not it's not that's just, just America's problem. But we're like watching it and kind of like talking about another country's yeah. but that has it's slightly different here too. There's like it's a different culture yeah. here around race. And and so there's like there's so many factors that I think like are when people kind of like think Oh, what does that mean? I think people sometimes can think like, oh, this is just another like political agenda Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. I think I wonder if that's maybe why people thought that. I don't know though. Like, what like what did you kind of feel that like people were kind of worried about Um, from what you could tell?
1: One of the things, like one of the comments that I heard, for example, was, um, "Why are we starting a Black Student Union? Does that mean we should have like a glasses club on campus?" And Mm. I was like, "If you wanted to, you can." Like, it was never a thing about um, just us trying to be better than everyone so we have to have a club or anything. I feel like if Asians wanted to have a club, they can. If um, Hispanic people wanted to have a club, they can. I just think it was, like, having these clubs are not ways of separating ourselves in any way. I think it's just the goal and the vision that they have for their own clubs. And ours was really giving this opportunity to campus to understand, to, like, understand that we have this group on campus and we should acknowledge their perspective of things as well. Like, we have so many worldviews and we need to, all like, hear them all. So, I don't know, I feel like that comment came, like, I felt really weird when I heard it. I was like, what do you mean a glasses? Like, (laughs) it was so weird to hear that. And that was the first thing that really shocked me about How people are receiving Hmm. having this club on campus, like, was it that bad of an idea, or if it's maybe the way the language that we use, maybe the idea of a union makes Hmm. people feel weird. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I do think there's like a lot of like, like uh maybe there's like some connotation around union Mm -hmm. that of like you know there's a political under like when we think of the word union we can attach that to uh. Uh, a political idea yeah. i think too but I, I i think also um it's good that you're on here because mm-hmm. i feel like i think people don't necessarily know and i think people are worried about I someone someone made a comment to me because i told them i was doing mm-hmm. this and they were like oh i think but like is that gonna like you know promote more segregation um and i was like well i think like you know people like there's like like I don't know there's like by my down the street from my house there's like this it's just like this ba- it's a community center for like Filipinos mm-hmm. so it's like basically it's like a celebration of their culture mm-hmm. and like what does it mean and like they all get together and yeah. they like have events there and things like that and in the summer like they have this giant barbecue that's like open to the public too like you can go and like buy a hot dog and it's like really close to my house um, but my bottom line is like I think people are allowed to like have these things that they associate with their culture and like celebrate them and like have that as a club I don't think that's like necessarily yeah you know I, I think that's like f- makes sense to me mm-hmm. on some level I'm like okay well like what's the what's the difference mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. no one's like upset with that you know yeah.
1: so that was also it because what like the structure that we have is meeting as black students once a month and then at the end of the month or throughout the month we have like an event that's open to the rest of campus that way it's not just us being like in our own little group but then letting the rest of campus know that you are invited to understand us but like to understand where we come from to understand like what our culture is like and to also have conversations that you want to have with us if you Mm. have questions and stuff like that so yeah like i remember like our very first event people thought like the movie night was just for black students and I was like no it's actually open for everyone like anyone can walk in and have fun with us and it's just a movie like it wasn't anything yeah. deep, yeah so I was just surprised about people's reactions
0: yeah, yeah and I think I think that I uh wow, it <laughs> We're already at twenty minutes. Um no, this is a good conversation. I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of questions I think that maybe need to maybe be talked about because I think people haven't really I don't think people feel comfortable to ask them. So then they like kinda talk among themselves mm-hmm. about like different things yeah. that they have concerns with, you know. Um and then you you it's like it's as a Christian you kind of feel like a little bit in a different position too mm-hmm. because you're like, Okay, what's the like obviously I don't see I see like the idea that people are different, but then I think there's also the elements of like, um, we're all like, you know, we are all Christians and that is like, uh, this should, should be the strongest tie. So what does that mean? Like, Mm -hmm. if we think about like the things that, that separate us as culture, and then we think about like the fact that we're supposed to be like, you know, you know, family in a way that's like, and it really, those two things don't really go together. And I think people struggle with that idea of like, OK, that these people are really different from me mm-hmm. and have a totally different culture. But yet somehow we're like, you know, connected yeah. through yeah. Christ, I think is like a I think it's a beautiful thing. But I think it's like a very. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. to that,
1: too. And I think even adding on to the image of family that you said, like two siblings are never identical. Mm-hmm. All siblings, like my, we're like, what, five siblings. We're all very different. And I feel like it's the same thing with the body of Christ. Like, we can't expect everyone to be the arm. Like, their eyes, their feet, their legs. And they all play different roles. But when you bring them together, there's something beautiful that is made. And I feel like sometimes we want to give a body part to everyone. Mm. And we forget that we actually have different functions. And it's when we bring them together that we create something beautiful. So even if, like for a while the arm just wants to be the arm like it's gonna work as a whole body in the end in some ways and i think that's something a lot of people just forget that just because we're supposed to live in harmony doesn't mean means that doesn't mean that wait just because we're supposed to live in harmony we don't accept we don't want to accept differences because it's so difficult to accept them but it's in the discomfort that you come out with like so many beautiful things and even i don't think christianity is supposed to be a comfortable journey Mm. it's filled with so many things that are thrown at you and it's up to you and the holy spirit to figure out what you're going to pick up from it because you're going to receive information from so many different directions you hear different cultures do different things differently all over the world Mm -hmm. and you're like oh interesting how we all come from the same god but then it's all those complexities that create a beautiful thing and I feel like people on campus need to learn a bit more to be open-minded to so many different worldviews. Because we, I know a lot of people come from just one specific background and are, have been closed off for a mm-hmm. long time. But we have this opportunity to hear from people all around the world. And we don't use the opportunity well enough. And I think we should learn to really embrace everyone some ways yeah
0: yeah i i agree i think there's a level of like you know people are not uncomfortable with the differences and um yeah and i think you know universities have done different things with that like i was i one of the questions is like so i saw this thing on the cbc a little while ago that like it was like there's like black uh there there was like a lounge for only Mm -hmm. black students um i think both as york and i think it's called the Toronto Metropolitan mm-hmm. University. It, it was formerly called Ryerson. I keep forgetting the name. I'm like, what was it called? <laughs> they changed the name recently, so I'm like, um, but so I was like thinking about that. Like, do you think that's something that's like healthy for for like a, a university to do? Because it's like, this is a space, like it's a physical space that's mm-hmm. only for black students. Like, because, uh, you know, there's there's different feelings about yeah. that too. I think
1: if we were a bigger number, probably... Like, right now, we're, like, what, about 20 to 30 Black students? And I feel like Redeemer is not that big enough to have, like, just one spot for Black people because then it's like, okay, then we should have a a spot for people with glasses. So it's like... Yeah. um, I can't say for sure. I think it could be beneficial, but also it will be hard to do considering, like the campus is not that big Mm -hmm. to cater to all those needs right so i feel like if we were like over 50 black students then it would be understandable to have a space like that but considering the number that we are i don't think it's necessary at the moment
0: okay But, like, you're open to, like, something like uh, that happening potentially in Redeemer's future, if there was enough of of a need for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, And I guess, like, my question about that is, like, I was thinking about this, and maybe this is, I don't don't know a lot about this topic, so Mm -hmm. it's good that you're here. (laughs) Um, Like, do you, like, would that not be perceived to some degree as, like, segregation, though? Like, I feel like because Mm -hmm. it's, like, we've come from a place where, like, at one point, at least... Like there was sort of like the segregation of like white people and Mm -hmm. black people, and now we've like been like we're not gonna do that, but now it's like we're doing it again. But like, what so like, how would you like differ differentiate or like if someone says that to you, like, what's your idea about that? Like in terms of difference,
1: I think it's always important to find to have like this space where you can feel at home. Right. Yeah. Like, like every day you meet so many people, so many different faces, and at times you just want to. be around people who are like brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. and I think it is okay to be with other people that are just like you because I like we all need this recharging energy in a way like being around people who like Understand you, who eat like you, who laugh like you, who understand your sense of humor. Because sometimes you're in class and they make a joke and you're the only one not laughing. Like what is going on? But then you're with people who understand you, and it's like oh, finally it's people who understand my jokes. It's <laughs> and like I feel like it's it's necessary to have those spaces as well because, in a way, it is segregation in a way. But we all need this space where we feel at home before we go out in the world to face all kinds of things that we're facing so yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. I, I i and i and i get that too of like there's a difference between um yeah and it, i i think like for myself when i was like talking about that like looking at that i like people obviously have different ideas about a lot um this topic mm-hmm. but i was like i was looking at it in one of the comments um on the article because i remember it was like oh isn't this like kind of reverse se- segregation or mm-hmm. whatever um but I, I get what you're saying, too, because I think there's like an element where we're all, you know, I found this even when I went like so when I was so my husband's Saudi Arabian mm-hmm. and I was in Saudi Arabia and you are like you're so alien. Like everyone is in a different religion. Mm-hmm. Everyone wears something different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no one's like people speak English, but it's not their first language. Arabic's the first language. So you do you go there and being like you are like in every way different. Yeah. And it's such an interesting like, I mean, I've been to other places in the world, but I feel like that is an extreme example where mm-hmm. it's like, I'm Christian and that and alone is mm-hmm. just like everyone around yeah. you is not and yeah. probably wouldn't support you in being that because mm-hmm. it's a very like yeah. strictly Muslim place. Yeah. And so it's like interesting because, yeah, I felt like if i had met a canadian i probably would have been like hey let's hang out for a second like a hundred percent like let's just talk in english because yeah. you you miss you also miss like even when i was in italy i remember i remember being there for a while too and being like i would just want to talk like i was there we were there for like it wasn't that long but by the end of the trip i was like i just want to find someone who speaks english because mm-hmm. you just miss like yeah even in your interactions you're like you realize how important language is mm-hmm. in terms of like having that connection yeah so i can see that i can see that mm-hmm. feeling like you yeah, want that kind of Yeah that connection as well. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. I guess like is there any like w- if you could say something to the Redeemer community, um okay. <laughs> if you could say something kind of to the Redeemer community mm-hmm. about um any misconceptions that you wanna is there any other like that we haven't touched upon yet that you kinda mm-hmm. wanna dispel to people or
1: not really. I think I've mentioned the main things It's just we're not here to fight, we're not here to make any political moves on anyone, not at all. It's just us giving people a chance to have like open dialogues that are not we're not here to judge anyone. We're not we're not we're all not perfect. We're all still learning and this is a chance just for everyone to come together to understand each other better. And we were just we just We're here vibing and just want to have fun with people. I know sometimes it feels weird like you're in refresh and then it's like the table of black people and then we're sometimes the loudest people in refresh and it can be uncomfortable but in a way this is what makes us feel comfortable in Redeemer when everything feels so different to us and we're just we never wanted to make other people uncomfortable. It was just a space for us to come together and feel free. If there's anything that needs to be spoken about, we will talk about it. And if we need to bring it up to Senate, for example, we Mm -hmm. will. But it has never occurred that something like that had to happen. Right, yeah. It was just a a space where we come together to be ourselves, to talk about how, for example, we can organize Black History Month, for example, and then open it up to the rest of campus. Okay, we're having a comedy night if you have never been to one, like you get a chance to understand something that black people do, for example. If we're watching a movie that uh, like talks about a bit of the conflicts between black and white in basketball, for example, this is a chance for you to come and then we can have conversations around. But it was never a, a way for us to segregate ourselves or to make other people feel uncomfortable. That was never the intention.
0: Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, and I think that's, I think that's like a great, I think it sounds really fun. I was like, I haven't gone to any, I mean, I'm old, so <laughs> I'm like, I'm in bed. All these things like start at like 9.45 mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, this is like late for me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm used to things like starting at like 7.30. It's like, this is my jam. I'm like, I'm in my 30s now. I have three kids. Like I can't, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit yeah. different. In my, like I'm, a, I'm not in my 20s anymore. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't party like i used to. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, they do sound a lot of them look. And i am actually i'm looking forward to the the black history thing. Yeah. i think that could be really yeah. we have. So what things. are you guys doing for that? i'm just like if you want to give a little promo uh, before so the end we're still here. planning a few okay.
1: things, but we our attention is to kind of having a month full of well not full, but like a month with a few events and conversations and our instagram page will have a lot more interactive things like videos about like this is a black person you should know and stuff like that okay it's going to be educational but also fun okay in a way that um we get to learn a bit more about black history and like what is happening in the black community nowadays as well and just events like we're playing a little 90s party so it's open to everyone like we're gonna have trivia and movies oh and movies i feel like i would like dominate
0: that. the 90s trivia yeah, so <laughs> It's just chances
1: for people to just come together learn something new but also have fun on campus
0: yeah okay yeah, yeah. that sounds really fun yeah i feel like yeah, yeah. um well i am so grateful that mm. you came on and uh I hope I didn't say anything that's gonna get no. me canceled. <laughs> in, in,
1: my, in my perspective, was, but, yeah.
0: but no, I just think it's—I think it's a good conversation. Mm-hmm. I think like I'm glad that you guys are, yeah, like trying to have those conversations mm-hmm. and kind of opening people's mind to other cultures. I think it's an important part of like also being like the body of Christ is not yeah. just in Canada, mm-hmm. in this specific set, yeah. way it's like yeah. very different in so many different parts of the world, and I think that's beautiful too. Mm-hmm. So thank yeah. you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. great. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Wisdom and Wonder. If you have uh, questions, um, as Ruth said, the Black Student Union is very open to having dialogue, and they have lots of events where, um, yeah, we you can celebrate just different 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 cultures. So, yeah, thanks again for watching.